Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You are listening to Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. With us in the studio, Scooter Pie. Hi. And today, Will Hasty is actually the one who is late. Isn't that crazy? No. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not surprising. He's always late. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the thoughts and opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of Radio Free Brooklyn. In fact, they're not even necessarily those of our own. No. Yeah, we just say shit. Yeah. So uh, if you want to say some shit, call 718-928-9732 and say some shit too. Otherwise, we'll be saying some shit. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love this video. I've never seen it. Really? It's pretty sexy. You're easily turned on. I don't know if I'm easily turned on, but I'm easily attracted to things. There you go. Yeah, it takes terrible, horrible things to turn you on, but simple things to attract you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's pretty. But at a car crash. Then it's like, I'm going to need a minute. I'll be back. Remember when um, the two things about Britney, when she did the interview and she like said that she masturbated and that was shocking. And then she said that she like was somewhat bisexual and everything was like, oh, thank God. Do you remember that? Was this before or after the Madonna thing? Oh, I don't know. Around then. Okay. Before 2007, probably around 2000, around Toxic. Oh, okay. When she was like at the top of her game. When she was actually like appealing to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because before that, I didn't really like Well, this fake doesn't mean you're not a pedophile. Well, no, I would have been younger than her. Oh, right. Obviously. I mean, you don't like older women. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I probably do. But um, at the time, I didn't like her because I liked Christina because I thought she was oh, more yeah. honest. But also when she had that really uh, dirty phase. Oh, yeah. That was, you know, I guess I, I had different standards of what was sexy back then in like 2002 based on what I was being told by the media. So I thought that was fun. So do you not think it's fun now? Well, if I look back on it, I'd be like, I don't know. She looks like a baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Go back and watch. That. Not right now. But go back I... Don't don't think I won't. Dave David LaChapelle directed that video. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I crashed. Did I tell you the Pratt story where I crashed? No. Oh. I, I don't know anything about okay. this. Why don't you just tell a story today? Oh, I mean, I, I'll definitely do it. So, I was with, um, I had, like, really fun photo friends. In, fun photo friends. Yeah, in college, and we would just be crazy. Were you a photographer? You were a photographer. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of cameras. I do. You've seen my lot of cameras. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Everyone should go to go to Catherine's house and see your cameras. Please do. Um, I also have a. Yeah, I like I like things mm-hmm. like old things. I love old things. <laughs> I do. I have like a phone. I mean, that's kind of one of my favorites. The phone? Yeah. But it really works. I know. That's, I've called you on it. I love that. I have to check my I'm voice I'm going to start now. doing that regularly. Yeah? Yeah. Please do. I'm going to. Please do. Faceboy, did I tell you he gives me wake-up calls because I asked he him does. to? That's yeah. nice. I get it on the red phone that I have to climb up to get. Well, that's good because it makes you get out of bed. It does. And climb. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and when I was taking my antidepressants, I couldn't do it. But today, I climbed to answer my phone. Congratulations. Thank you. 
the moral of the story is don't take the drugs you're prescribed. If you want so your when you were on better. them, you didn't want to get up, but now you do. It, it makes it impossible for me to wake up. Oh, no. I don't know why. I think because it knocks me out so much. I mean, it's good to be knocked out sometimes. Yeah. Not every day. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you were going to tell a, a story. Yeah. So I, when I was in college with my photo friends, we were, I guess because I hadn't started performing yet, I just was like, I guess there was a camera on, even though there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> or like there was an audience, even though there wasn't. So oh, I was always sure, I understand like that. shit stirring, mm-hmm. I guess, was like the thing that I found entertaining. And so did my friends because, you know, shit stirs of a feather, I guess they stir shit together. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I bet you had one me type friend who was like, OK, OK, maybe let's just pull back. No. And then because you liked you got a rise out of being like, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, <laughs> Damn, you know, I may have had some friends Probably. that were like, don't do this. And you're like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I think I've always had a friend, a straight man. Like there's always been the the one that's like, don't do that. That's a bad idea. You could get arrested or hurt. People could die. People's necks will break. Just different things. They're yeah. always like the voice of reason. An unfortunate side effect of me being sober now for three and a half years is that I feel like I've become that role. <laughs> well, everybody needs that in their life. It's true. Right? I'm useful now. <laughs> <laughs> You're always useful. It's just, you know, different roles. So anyway, you we and your fun photo friends. Well, I mean, we were all like different kinds of interesting. So um, I don't know. I think it was Nick's idea. I don't know. It could have been Diego's. I have no idea. But somebody had the idea that we would do this because it was not mine. I didn't even know what was going on. We went to Pratt and acted as though we were. They asked, are you photo students? And we said, yes. You just decided to go hang out there and be photo students for the day. Well, sort of. Okay. Because <laughs> David LaChapelle was speaking. Oh, okay. Yeah. This and is one of your infiltrate the fame stories. I guess. I've heard others. <laughs> you have. I told you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that is a pattern. Thanks for noticing that that's yeah, something that I'm happens sure in my life. More. Maybe. I mean, you're probably not wrong. Uh, like if I think about it, <laughs> it'll come to me. Um, so uh, I'm going to write that infiltrate. All right. I'll recognize it later. <laughs> Scribble. Um, but yeah, so we decided to pretend to be, you know, photo students. We got in. And we had seats and he spoke and he talked about directing dirty. He talked about how he put, I forget who it was. I think Robin Thicke in short shorts or uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. What Somebody. Was, oh, you can't. I would never tell, tell you that. Year. Okay. <laughs> it was like last year. Okay. Last year. Because <laughs> it's when I was in college. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, well, you didn't mention that it was when you were in college. Well, you're right. But okay. I was. But anyway. It yeah. Was, it, it was, was like my photo. Yeah, okay. it was my photo friend, oh, my okay. college photo friend, Got it. Uh, community college photo friend. So we were very much not going to Pratt, just mm-hmm. to be clear. Um, and community college photo <laughs> friends hanging out <laughs> and being crazy, <laughs> like breaking into stuff that they don't belong at. Yeah, uh, and I think we crashed a party after that. But I don't know, maybe somebody knew somebody. But anyway, so yeah, I, we met him and I, I asked him for his number if I could work for him kind of a thing, which was kind of amazing because he Holy gave shit, it to me. You just were bold enough to be like, give me your number. I want to work for you. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So did you? Yeah. I mean, I, I interviewed with Kumi. Well, there's another part of this story, but I'm not. 
I'm uh, I'm omitting it. Okay. Unless you want. I mean, of course, <laughs> you always do this, and it's like obviously I want to hear like the real story. There's just more. You always tell like the story, but then there's like you A open chapter. the little flap door, and then there's the story. Well, there's just little like. There's like, it's an onion. There's like other layers to it. Like there's other pieces of it. Give me the, the really cryy part of the onion. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to like mime this to you or say it. So I'm going to go. But I I, uh, I just. All right. So I got his number, whatever. And I okay. think I called it. I don't know if I did. I may have lost it. Who even knows? Then I'm out at some club and I see somebody that he's friends with that I know he's friends with because he photographs them on a re- like regularly. They have. It wasn't Amanda Lepore, was it? Maybe. So Aww. I tried. So anyway, <laughs> um, so, um, and then I went up and I was like, Oh, I met you with David, which was true. Is that who, wait, is this who we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, now audience, I only made an oh noise because I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure that an ex of mine dated her and I'm jealous. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's not even do this part. Let's not. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not do this. Just to be clear, if anybody wants to know why I was being weird, it's because I didn't know how to say that oh. and maintain your privacy and ask a question and keep the flow going. But Let's now I feel better because hey, it's out. You know, I and I don't even want to because yeah. I am crazy. So <laughs> I love that about you. I know. Thank you. I guess I love that about you. No, oh, I'm crazy. So, okay. I mean, it's not like a, I mean, it's you know, a judgment. I think our crazies <laughs> compliment each other yeah. really well. And I like that this is, because see, audience, like lately, um, Catherine and I, we have long, just in the real world conversations. And I feel like we're just having one right now. And it's just like being broadcast. And I yeah. think that's the way it should be. Because like, of course, <laughs> we want an audience. Yeah. Um. So if we're talking about infiltrating fame, I have a story that goes along with that topic. I would love to hear that. Okay. So this was in, I w- it was like August, it was August 2001. Okay, can you even remember New York City in August 2001? Like, it was a different world. But in other ways, it was the same fucking world that we have today. So I had just started, I was 22, I was newly 22. And newly minted, 22-year-old like scooter so pie. So young, like a, a baby. I'd been living in New York for just a few months. And... uh and I had just like I had so much trouble finding a job, even though it was only huh, August 2001. And I uh, was started working at a restaurant and I had just done like my second like lunch shift and I had like thirty six dollars to my name. And I was very skinny because I was like literally starving. I could not afford to feed myself. So I probably looked amazing. <laughs> and I had like short hair because it was hot and it was summer. Right. And I'm like, imagine this. So there's this like like androgynous, short haired, like tiny little 22 year old walking around. Um, and all I wanted to do after my lunch waitressing shift was go to the movies and see ghost world, which just came out in the theaters. And I had been like looking forward to it all day. It was a Friday. And um, so I knew that it was playing cause this was before smartphones and stuff where you just had, I just kind of like was like, I think the movie theaters over here, I know the general area. So I like went up to Lincoln center and, and was like wandering around and I got lost. I always get lost. Even with Google Maps, I get lost. I like got lost coming here today. I'm always lost. Oh, no. Yeah, basically. Because like I'll walk through. I'll think like, oh, the little arrows pointing like it'll be going the wrong way. And I'm like, this is right. It's not right. Um, <laughs> so I'm walking and I'm looking and I'm like, where the fuck is the movie theater? The movie starts at like three or whatever. And then this man comes up to me and he looks homeless and he's like a middle aged, like, I guess, longish hair um, wearing like layers of clothes 
And he stops and he's like, excuse me, you know, you have a very striking look. And I'm just like, mm, creepy. And I like start trying to walk away. And he's like, no, really, I want to put you in my next movie. And I'm like, mm. and he like pulls out some like credentials. He pulls out because remember, this was like, I did not have like the Internet. Like I didn't have a self. I did not have a cell phone. Um, and he like shows me like some ID and he shows me like a director's guild card. And I'm not going to say his name, but I will say that there's about 300 women in New York City who have had similar experiences to the one I'm going to tell you about. Like in New York alone, I think there's also another 300 in L.A. It's look it up. So um, and he's like, this is this is who I am. I've directed blah, blah, movie, blah, blah, blah. And I'd heard of them and I've heard of particular uh, kind of more independent ish movies. Um, apparently he had started. OK, I'm going to say to you, like, th- here's the clue. You know, someone that Facebook used to be friends with. Don't say who he, but he claims to have started his career. This director. No, it's not Facebook. What do you mean? It sounds like you're you're wrong. It sounds like something. No, it has nothing to do with Facebook. Anyway, I'm Will is lost. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing to me is I I thought like. Lineage (laughs) was what jump started lineage, you know, like. Never mind. Okay. I'll tell you later. So, and then I'm like, uh, and he's like, no, seriously, I'm 100% serious about this. When I see someone and I know that they have it and, and, you know, I, I just am really serious about this. Like you just have this really striking look and I just feel, you know, your energy or whatever. And then he's like, go call someone. There's a pay, ladies and gentlemen and, and, and non-binary friends. (laughs) I went to a pay phone because it was 2001 and he's like, call someone right now and they can like prove that this is who it says it is so i didn't know who to call so i called my mother and um and i was like mom just can you just see if this person with this name like is this i don't know why like other things didn't come up and why he didn't have such confidence i i guess because the internet was new then we don't we didn't have twitter thanks and um so she's just like yeah he directed blah blah blah. And, and you know my mom like we have a very distant relationship and she wasn't like hey don't do this or hey like, don't, but she was just like, oh, okay. I was like, thanks. And that's all I remember of that part. Maybe she was like, watch out, Kylie. Like, what are you doing? Like, because I didn't know what was going to happen at that point. And he just said, I just want to take you out. Let's out to get some food. And I, listeners, remember how I said I was like starving. Like, I could barely afford to eat myself. And I was like, I am hungry. I want lunch. <laughs> so he's like, here's a soup place. And he's like, I'm eating gazpacho. Have you ever had gazpacho? And I said, no. And um, so he's like, have the gazpacho. It's so good. And I was like, okay. To this day, I've never had gazpacho again. Um, <laughs> is it because it's cold soup or because of I mean, this it's association? Not bad. Like, <laughs> I'm down with the idea of having... It's not potatoes. It's basically a bowl of salsa. Yeah. But I mean, it was oh, fine. Yeah. It wasn't... Yeah, it's a cold fucking... Oh, it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's weird... basically a bowl of, of salsa. Is that cold potatoes, what you're talking about? Vichyssoise is cream and... and Was it, is it a can of cold potatoes? potatoes? And, and, no, no, and gazpacho is, is just is exactly salsa. what she's describing. Yes. It's basically like... Yes, cold I know it is because I said so. Salsa. Yeah. It's not fishy. I what kind of gazpacho have you been eating? Like bad, tainted? Bad, old gazpacho, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because tomatoes can get fishy myself, if they're actually. old. Anyway, so we, ha- we sat down and he's very intense, very intense. Mm-hmm. And he's telling, he's like, I'm going to tell you the rundown of my life story. Clearly, he's done this a lot before. I remember him saying something about like that. Oh, he was some kind of like genius and he like had gone to Harvard and and he had like started the careers of these various um, celebrities. 
like one is a female actress whose name rhymes with Smither Shmram. And he said that like she she was so intent on this role in this movie that like she went right up and followed him into a public restroom and like blew him. I don't what? know if this is true or not. I never looked at the, the... And I was like, wow, she's really intense. That's okay. And he's like, I'm working on this movie. I'm working on this movie. And I want to write a role for you. I'm hungry. I'm eating my soup. He's like, okay, listen. Oh, and he said just some other, just other weird things about his life that would just... You know, you get that feeling of like, this person, something really bad happened to them before and I'm getting a weird vibe. And they have not dealt with it yet. But because I was 22, I was like, oh my God, but really? Like, he really started these people's careers. What if this is it? Maybe I shouldn't have doubt. Like, what if this is it? Because it was 2001. Um, and then he said, well, oh, he had a wife and a girlfriend. I don't know if they knew about each other, but he had an apartment with the wife and an apartment with the girlfriend and he had a baby with the girlfriend. And he said, hey, I have to stop by the girlfriend's apartment Come with me. I will show you my latest movie just to prove that I'm legit. I won't. Nothing else will happen. That will be it. And I said, okay. I mean, that seems safe enough. But still, you're not. I mean, you're just you're a 22 year old off the street. I mean, like this literally is, like, like that's like that didn't. I mean, I mean, look, if I was in the position, I probably would have done exactly the same thing. But like were you, there was no because after he's telling you, he that, didn't give me any excuses because he was very clear about being like, this is it. This is all it's going to okay. happen. We're just going to talk. We're just going to talk about okay. this. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to be in the other room doing some editing. And there, so we went to this like really obviously fancy like upper, I guess, west side apartment. Yeah. And he was like, sits me down. There's a crib. Like nobody else is there. He goes in this other room and like sits me down in this room. I could like draw it from memory. And we watch. He shows me like the, and I knew it was legit because it was like a not, I guess the movie maybe hadn't come out yet or just came out. But it was like a special yeah, like director's cut with, yeah, 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 yeah. One of those. And I watched this movie and I, I wasn't impressed by it. But I was like, okay, there's like celebrities in it like so it's, it's a movie yeah. like was really feather did. ham in it no but um <laughs> shmoo shmoo shmillops was in it <laughs> okay nice. Nice. i don't remember the plot or anything i don't so i just remember a good director just definitely being like like okay this is legitimately but you know when you're that young and you everybody like moves to new york city for a reason and of course yeah. i still had like dreams of like acting and i was like maybe this is how it's gonna happen yeah. and i was like i don't know let me just see and then he comes into the room and he's like what did you think and i was like that's good okay i gotta go and he sits down <laughs> i'm on a couch <laughs> And he sits far at the other end of the room, like on a bed, and he's like just fully clothed in his layers of grubby clothing. Uh, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. He sits on a couch and on the far end of the room is a bed? Yeah. Okay. And uh, But I'm on a couch just like, you know, by myself sitting. And he's like, let me just ask you some things about your life. I really want to know you. I really want to, like, I want you to reveal yourself to me. And he's like, just tell me something. Tell me something. And I'm going to write this role for you. And I'm red like, okay. <laughs> don't point, please don't point out the red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Straight Man. You see how low I'm putting your volume. I need to not do that. I, I will not do that. I, I don't know how to be more obvious with you, William. <laughs> Go on. Seriously, it <laughs> makes me want to not even finish the story. I'm sorry. I really oh my god. Not my intention. Shush. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. But you're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. I could I have left. I still felt comfortable. I did not have an overwhelming. Because in my mind, I'm like the first thing at this point in my life, like I was still very innocent. I had not ever done like sex work. I had not ever had like really anything like fucked up happen to me. I think like I was still pretty like pure and like trusting and like I wasn't broken yet. I did not feel dead inside really yet. I had barely even started drinking yet at this point. Like I was like a fresh and tender. Um, 
fresh and tender. So <laughs> I just think it's like, yet. what's the most interesting like story that's ever happened to me? So I proceed to tell him in great detail the story of how I lost my virginity, which was my dad was had was a medical examiner and he was a forensic pathologist and he was being filmed in our house in his office downstairs for an A&E special. This was back when A&E actually had like programming and, you know, made you feel smart. And they were doing a special about like uh, murder, I guess. Like this was before, like everybody was obsessed with true crime, but there was a special about that. And he was talking about a case he'd worked on. So my whole family was so interested in like all the goings on with like the shooting of his interview that like my boyfriend at the time, I, I was 15. I took him upstairs and I was like, that was the time. No one knows. And. Oh, that was how I lost my virginity. So I tell this guy the story, and I think it's such a good story. And he's snoring. Wow. Like, actually fell asleep. I don't know if he actually fell asleep or he just pretended to, but he was snoring. So I was like, I'm leaving. So I get up and I like start to creep out of the room. I'm like, this is weird and this is rude. And then he's like, oh, oh, sorry. I just, that's not what I wanted from you. I really want you to reveal yourself. If you, I can really change your life. Like, this can really. You know, I don't remember verbatim because I didn't write down all of the words he said. I'm just like, these are the bullet points of what I remember. Like, do you want this? Like, do you want this to happen? And I'm just like, ah, and I'm sitting down like this, just sitting on the couch. And he walks over to me and he's fully clothed and I'm fully clothed. I'm wearing jeans and like a sleeveless shirt. And he's wearing like pants and like a shirt. And he comes over to me and kind of is like standing in front of me and kind of like puts his hands on either side of me. And he proceeds to fully clothed, start like grinding his crotch against my leg. So he is like humping my leg. And I used to tell the story and leave this entire part out because it was so embarrassing because it was like, why didn't I stop? Why didn't I get away? Why didn't I be like, no, stop. Don't do this. Like I didn't because I was, I mean, I guess it's like the fight, flight, freeze. Like I was just like, uh, and also I was like, well, nothing sexual is happening. And he's like looking right in my eyes and he's looking right in my and I still remember the exact shade of his eyes because I had like a Dom client later with the same like almost like yellowy like gold green eyes. And he's looking so I'm looking at you like the way he was looking at me like so and he's like this far away from me. And that's all I saw was happening is just like his eyes and he's just like so I want this intensity. I want feel me feel me like feel my soul like feeling like that. And he's just like grinding on my my leg like just. Because to me, it wasn't, I didn't think it was like sexual because it was like my knee and like my right here, like between my knee and my thigh. Like mm. it wasn't near, he didn't touch any of my bathing suit areas. He didn't even touch me aside from that. So I was like, nothing sexual is happening. Mm. And then eventually he stops later. You know, I realized, oh, he probably came. Years passed where I was like, oh, he just stopped. But I think that's not what happened. Yep. So, <laughs> and then, uh, and then he, he gave me his phone number and he was like, take the weekend to think about it call me on Monday and he gave me 20 bucks for to take a cab home and I took a train and I feel like now like I call that like the first time I ever like had a sexual experience for money but like that's weird association um and then I just went back to my boyfriend that I lived with who was like wanting to be an actor and I told him about this and I did not tell him the humping part because it was really Mm. disorienting and embarrassing and just weird and kind of scary um and I was just mostly embarrassed about it. And uh, and he was like, you got to do this. You got to do this. It's going to change your life. You got to go for it. But then I was like, no. And I called and like left him a voicemail. And I was like, no, thank you. And that was the end of the story. And like for years, like I just told the first part of that story because it's like funny and weird. And then I heard that I kind of felt special. Right. But then um, like later that year, I went to intern at the Museum of Sex when it was opening. And this guy was like, oh, yeah, that happened to my wife. But like, you know, she just was like ill gross on the street. And then I felt extra dumb and stupid that like I had gone taking that extra step. Um, And then now we know 
that all men are trash and that's the end of my story (laughs) (laughs) just kidding not (laughs) no 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 (laughs) not you will you're fine i guess no 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 we know that but (sighs) but what i don't like being like all men are trash because how do i how do i amend that there are a lot of bad people yeah but would you think people do bad people make bad choices and hey maybe i made a bad choice yeah, that's that a different kind fault. of bad choice because yeah, you're not like, actively like you anything there. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, and I, I know was... I'm not telling the story to be like, no, no, it wasn't your, but it's just, it's weird with all this stuff going on, especially like today, especially this week, especially this year, especially where just, I almost even feel like, oh, that story doesn't count. But like, I guess it does. That absolutely counts. Yeah, that absolutely So I counts. guess I just like at some point in my life wanted to just like tell it because mostly it just makes me feel embarrassed. And then I went on to become a prostitute, but that's another story. <laughs> do you think it's in any way linked yeah now i do actually yeah i was just gonna say because i yeah. do think that like for so many years i was like that was nothing that was the most innocent thing but it was really like the first thing that to happen to kind of just make me dissociate a little bit like really to that degree i think and then i was just like yeah and then but i mean i wouldn't say that was the thing that was just the first kind of experience to kind of chip away at me a little bit mm. and then i wouldn't say chip away but kind of like harden my heart to where i now like can just i feel nothing <laughs> yeah no i know that i know that the building of the scar tissue yes like it stabs you but then there's just a thicker and thicker wall yeah every single time and you and i talk about this and you bleed out right yeah and it's just like why am why am i not crying every day because of the cabinet hearings am i that unempathetic do i not care about women's experiences like why i mean this is so fucking horrible like why and it's just like am i like that like do i have that much scar tissue like Mm. i hate that I think we're not crying because uh, maybe we cried when it happened to us the first time. And at this point, we're not crying because they're just telling us what we already know. Yeah. They don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they believe you. They don't fucking care. Oh, yeah. And we know that. And we've known that. We've known that. Are you guys talking about men in general or are we talking about the Senate hearing? I don't think it's just men. I think that that it's... Obviously, it's clearly not just men. (laughs) I mean... mean, There are people... In regards to... In regards... Yeah. There are people who just don't fucking care. I heard um, at at my like day job, there's like a woman like customer and she was saying like stuff like, you know, she's like, when women went to Bill Cosby's house, like... This they knew they weren't just going for like anything related to, and everybody was doing quaaludes oh, then. Come, come on, on. like she, that That's was just where bullshit. she started. Like this is a woman saying that. Okay, everyone was doing quaaludes then. Come on, sure, I'll give you that. Everyone but may have been no time out. Everybody may have been doing quaaludes, and if you offer me quaaludes in that time period, and I say yes, I'm now doing quaaludes too. I don't know what. That, that's it. I'm now doing quaaludes. That's it. Um, but if you slip quaaludes into something, that is not okay. Thank you. That is period. Different. Like, let's be clear. No, no, no. If I consent to doing quaaludes, now I am doing qualudes. That's it. I went also, from not doing quaaludes to quaaludes, doing quaaludes. Even if you did know you were taking yeah. it, that would not count as consent either. No. No, but no, because no, that's a different it, thing that you have to consent to. Yes. I've consented to doing quaaludes or I've not consented to doing quaaludes. That's the first thing. Can... I and go then, back to my story and say, yeah. here's a piece that I don't remember, though. Hmm. I don't remember if he was like, is this OK? Because I don't want to just be like, and then he just started doing it because it's like I there's a lot I blocked out. Like, what if what if what does it mean if he was like, is this OK? And I said, yes, like or nothing. Then it's 
or but, nothing. But, but at the same time, I don't remember. But so you were, should I even be telling this story? No, but you were 22. Yeah. You were incredible. You know, you were you yourself said, right. you yourself said you were very naive. And on top of that, like when I was 17 and first moved out to L.A., if a rock star director came up to me and, and brought me to his like as a as a very straight man. Yeah. If he brought me into his like ridiculous house and said and said, I want to feel you. I want you to understand this. I would legitimately try to roll well, with it. I would legitimately me, be like, right. no, this is what it takes to be an artist. Well, thought, and he's trying yeah. to teach me something. I was like, yeah, there's like a little bit of that. Is yeah. this what? Because I'd taken right. acting classes and I know they and they're get pretty weird. weird. <laughs> like people get naked and yeah. cry. And yeah. like, I was like, is this just part of the process? And yeah. The, and I would have been way That's too innocent. naive to, I would have been way too naive to say no, even if, even if, because I'm telling you, my experience in that situation would have been, I'm just numb. This yeah. is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. It's got to end soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, I, so I like, like that just, like, that experience just makes me, just makes me livid because, like, the whole concept is that this is a dude who is clearly in a power position. He clearly has a concept of what he's doing from all of his history of doing this. And, and he, and like, and you were just a sweet kid. And mainly this, that it's happened so many times is that sucks. Yes. Sorry. I said that so constantly. <laughs> you know, the three, okay. yeah. 300. I mean, I don't know if that's the exact digit. Don't quote me on that. Right, but that's what you mean There's, by this so many I, times? I, I or did, do you mean read, the grander so many times? I guess both. Because both, right? I guess both. Yeah. It feels scary to talk about this stuff. This is why, like, I never... I just, like, go around, like, liking tweets and, like, liking people's it, Facebook posts, but I don't add my own, Pushing like, through that scar tissue. ...opinion because it's just like, ah! It's like, I once, like, tweeted about this story and, like, one person liked it. And then I was like, okay, nobody obviously cares about my personal oh, experience. No. So I was like, oh, all right. No. I didn't even. Oh, but no. do we put it out there to get sympathy? No, like that's no. not why we do it. So it doesn't matter. Well, I don't need people to be like, oh, no, that sucks. It sucks that that happened to you because it's like, yeah, it does suck. But maybe there's like the grander reason why we do like tell these well, stories. I, any of my traumas, I need to say them out loud just in order to start dealing with them, period. Yeah. That's me. But, but, I'm, but I'm saying that that's what works yeah, but for me. You don't put them on Facebook. I don't put them on Facebook. That's, that is true. That's different. I don't. Do you put them on? No, you put them on stage. <laughs> that's yeah. Accurate. That is 100% accurate. true. Hey, I think that's a healthy way to work through things. Yeah. yeah. Performance art. I will, I will say this. Definitely. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Get on stage is one of the best, like, excising exercises. You know what I mean? Like, my fear, though, is, is that, like, nobody will care. Because then that will prove to me, like, oh, my low self-esteem issues. And I'll be like. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's proven true. What's the point? No, no way. No, but no. this is. This is my shit, though, right? This is like why I'm welcome to our shitty neighborhood. Uh, High five. Are you free on Tuesdays? And do you want to do a storytelling mic with me at the creek in the cave? It's my friends. Depends what time it's at because I'm watching a dog right now, but I'll be around it's the next couple 8 Tuesdays. I'm in Long Island City. I'll be in Astoria. So, yeah, I should yeah. be able to do that. Okay. And then I'll think, I think you'll see that people care and you'll get six minutes to tell a story. Oh, in front I don't of know people. if I want to tell that story in front of people. Oh, you don't have to tell that story. story. Any, any. I'm just saying, like, just any story. Okay. I, just to do it. But that is very, I've never actually been to that, to that open mic, but telling those kind of stories in those open mic settings was. What got me out of my skin, and it was one of the things. Ew, you're out of your skin. Lizard man, it's a pile of guts. I, I just don't even like my skin up in my personal space. Uh, that's a joke from Rick and Morty. I, uh, but yeah, no, it, whatever. It helped me. That's well, I'm sorry that I attacked you for being a man because I like I was you. Being we're an we're totally shut the fuck no, up. you weren't. I think I was just. I do this to my boyfriend. I have a boyfriend who is a who is a cis straight man, and like I feel like I make him the representative of like. Of every man, and it's it's you know I think that's part of why like I temporarily broke up with him because I think that I was just like oh you're so normal. And it's like if oh, I'm man. a queer person, like what am I doing with this? And it's just like he's not a symbol. He's like an individual person, and he's a really really excellent person, you know. And mm -hmm. like 
Like, and I don't want to be like, I'm friends with like a lot of dudes and I want to be friends with you. So you're okay. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. No, I know what you mean though about that, but it is really about the individual. Yeah. Ultimately. I mean, that's what, I think that's what being queer is. It's not about like, I identify as somebody who likes people of my same gender. It's just that I identify as somebody who likes people. Right. But I did definitely like in therapy this week, I was like, Mm. I just really like, I just really wanted to like push myself to be a lesbian. And that's just not the case because I'm attracted to some men and I just have to accept. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you my favorite quote about just dealing with um, life and dealing with relationships this year was, or or over the last like two months was this uh, Australian woman who's doing really well on the stand up circuit. And um, she identifies as uh, queer. And her whole thing was, um, they're always asking me, how do I identify? Do you, do you identify as straight? Do you identify as gay? Do you, do you identify with the agenda? How do you identify? And she goes, I just identify as tired. Nana <laughs> Gatsby? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch all of Nanette. I watched like half of it and I was like, I need to go, I need to take a nap. <laughs> oh. But no, I just, I just really like that line because it's like, because the whole concept of like, oh my God, why do we have to put so much energy into identifying what the fuck I am? I'm just what? I just, I like the people I like. I like and I am having I am. labels though. Like, do you? I, yeah, because I went like again in therapy this week. I said, can we get out the DSM and like go through all the criteria for borderline personality disorder? Because I just want to like, have it because it would explain a lot and then she was but then she was like you know like it's not as simple as that like i i don't really think like you fully have it because you don't text me all the time i was like (laughs) oh she's like you're actually good at having boundaries and i was like oh fuck but i really wanted to have it i want to know what's wrong with me (laughs) wait so you don't have it now i guess i have like elements of it but (laughs) she doesn't want to be she's like look let's just not use this book this this is not gonna be the end all be all how you see yourself I think Are we do, Am I doing this podcast wrong today? Because I, no. I just what feel like I'm wrong? talking to you guys. I don't know wrong? how you guys usually do it. If no, it this is awesome. Catherine's okay. happy because my fucking mouth is shut. And <laughs> no, it's not. And I've actually been debating just muting you. Fair point. Okay. Fair it's point. fine. You literally did someone else's material again, Will. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. No, you can do whatever you want. We just sass him for it. They He's do. always they, interrupting they us. You even did the voice. The get yes, I did. He's At least you gave them credit for it, but you didn't say their name. So. I didn't. I honestly I don't, don't remember her name. I don't know what the rules. <laughs> Let's gang up on Will. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is that absolutely is what my we do. Role here. That is absolutely my role it here. Doesn't have does it, to do you be. ever get sad? Does it ever <laughs> hurt your feelings? So for real, like really, all the time. But, <laughs> so it, it's but, shitty for us to do that. No, it's it's I mean, bullying. It's okay. It's okay <laughs> because the entire basis of my relationship with Catherine is based on her giving me shit. But you keep coming back. Well, no, 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 but, but like, but no, no, but she and I have talked about this. That like, that like, it does, that like, because we become so close, it, it's, it like, at a certain point, I just like, it's, it's not just joking. It's coming from a friend. And that's when I start to just get sad. Okay. But that's my own bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, I can't blame that on her, you know? Right. So that's my, that's my philosophy about it. So what do we do with the other minutes of this? podcast now what happens uh, so did you feel like it was look, over I, no but i didn't know if you had like segments or something no no, no, no we, we just, just go we just tell stories okay. and we just roll with it this is literally the least organized of the radio show i love it it's just yeah. like we're, we're just talking but we're wearing hats. it's basically like you know our other thing that we do satanic bingo yep, yep, yep. where sometimes it just like devolves into us <laughs> having amazing conversations each holding a microphone everybody everybody should come and to it one and play bingo dude win. hogging the mic <laughs> and what no one creepy dude hogging the mic. That's not true. There are there's that was a reference to remember what I don't remember. Yeah, man. 
Mike across the stage. Nothing. Okay. I know. I've already about. failed. I've already failed. It's all right. No, oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. The, uh, yeah. You got it. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. I loved that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he got I, so comfortable and failed on all the funny. rules. So fast. <laughs> You know, sometimes there are no rules at Satanic Bingo. There are no rules. No, but there's lots of game makeouts and free drinks. So I feel like we don't know when it's going to be again, though. And great prizes and great toys. And a and a wonderful staircase. Sometimes, (laughs) yeah. Sometimes there's an anal dilator. Yes, and an anal dilator. Oh, speaking of anal dilation, I had my first prostate exam this week. Did you from like medical it? professional? Uh, from uh, yes, from a medical professional. Do you like prostate. putting things in your butt ever? I do. I on, I will be honest. I do like um when, tugging his balls. No, no, I do. I no, no. That's established. I but, <laughs> but um I scratching, which apparently I'm now not supposed to do. I can't break the skin. Um, do you but, normally like to yeah. Do that? Apparently well, well, it enhances I, well, you know sex. How, well, no, no. You, so you know how breaking your ball skin. No, so you know how when you build up and you're and you're sort of at that like your your pain tolerance is doubled. You're sure. super turned on and horny. You've already yeah. come a couple times. That is like getting like when uh, it, it's just more stimulation at that point, right? Oh, okay. So it's not painful. And then you're like, rip off my skin. Never, I want to feel never, more. Never. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, that's my that is my addict brain rolling. But what it actually is, but but what it is is just scratching your balls. And, and it's I know it's a very male thing, but like that act of uh, it's like a it's like the act of scratching an itch. And now it's sexualized and made even better in that so sense. So, like when you're jerking off, you scratch your own balls. I do. I do. It's really oh. bad. It's really bad. I'm curious. Apparently, I'm not. I've supposed never to do that. seen that. I, a, have. I, I, I like no, no, so, no, 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 no. So, 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 one hand on the shaft. Okay. Like and one hand, one hand rolling the shaft. And one, <laughs> right. Catherine, Catherine said this is the best object work I ever did when I pantomimed this in a practice. Okay. I didn't say the best. And, I said the only convincing. No, I'm kidding. You. I said best. I said best. But literally, no. So I, so essentially, I'll loop the base of the. Balls oh, you'll make a, a hand cock ring. You got it. You got okay. it. But, but it's not like a full an cock okay ring. Symbol, no, no, no but it's not. But it's not a cock ring. It's right. just the balls instead okay. of instead of both the shaft and the balls. Okay. So it's just the balls. And oh, I'll use okay. these three fingers, mm-hmm. and then I'll use these three fingers to scratch, 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 scratch while I'm stroking. Gosh, you're hurting that, my balls. It's sounds... overstimulation. It's it's my it's my like it's me being an addict because you like crazy cum. And the problem is, and it and it's and the problem is when you're just stimulating your balls like that, even when you're not erect. You can still ejaculate because it's just—it's like pushing a button. It okay. really is. You know, I I get the overstimulation because sometimes I yeah. use two vibrators at once. But that's exactly vibrators it. or yeah. like a dildo no, and a vibrator. Vibrators, I mean, one, where are you putting a, them? You can well, have a dildo with a vibrator as well as also shut up. A I just asked that. Oh well, one. I mean, one is like a, the little slimline. I only have two right now. I need to buy more. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a little like slimline plastic one, which can be used internally. But I turn it up all the way with this one battery, and then have a magic wand. Or, oh, nice! And then so you do internal it, external. Just switch, it, just switch it. Yeah, which I but, guess like everyone does that. But I mean, they no, are two not vibrators. Me. You know, but I, but, I just do external. But to answer, but to answer the previous question, yes, I do also like in that situation. I do like while I'm actually having like traditional sex or just no. But what like like when I, when when pee, when my pee is in the V, I do actually like Ew, to figure up my butt. That was gross. I okay. know. I you will like to figure mute up you. Your butt. I do. Like but I did ask. I did ask the question. I did ask like to one knuckle. I, can, I, I don't I don't think it's ever gone farther than like oh. halfway between one and two. But honestly, okay. I don't know. Oh, the only the know. only reason I thought that was specifically because when I had this exam, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you need a P-spot stimulator. Oh, yeah. What is that? Look it's it up. Like a, yeah, look it up. We'll okay. talk about it later. No. So P-spot it's funny because I'm dog sitting right now for a friend 
And he was like, oh, yeah, I know this is weird, but we take a baby wipe and wipe off the dog's butt after he poops. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know that's is he, disgusting. Is he like, in, does he have some issue or is he somewhat incompetent? No, they're or? just they're just a little into cleanliness, you know, because oh, like, the okay. dog gets in our bed. And and I was I like, he's like, sorry, if that's gross, you don't have to do it. And I said, I mean, I literally do that to men at work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. And then I was like, oh, have I said too much? Because like I do, I specialize in fisting. We talk about this all the time. And so, mm. but now my standards are raised. Where I really do expect someone, I, I make sure that someone has, they take care of themselves like they enema the day before or just beforehand because it's just like, it's it's just not it's necessary. A lot of shit it's not necessary. No exactly. Like I shouldn't have to be like, what? But I mean, like in the process of though, especially if we're going hard and heavy and deep, like there's going to be, you know what Dan Savage calls Santorum, like the frothy mix of, uh, of lube and uh, anal uh, leakage. Yeah, so that will come out, and that's it's not poop, so it's not so bad. But the, I will like dab that off with a baby wipe, just yeah, to, just to keep the area, always... my work area neat. <laughs> no, it's your tape on your work. Mm-hmm. I, I want. I it's wish like I could. I wish Reverse. I could call Santorum. Santorum. I wish I could say that to his face. I hate him so much. I know. I just find self. I love that we made up that word for that though. Seriously, it really is. It so hits the nail on the head. Yes, we got hello. a caller. We got a call in. This is the anonymous announcer. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Hi, I don't know you. How are you? Somewhat lost. <laughs> My friend. Hi, Will. Hey, buddy. You really have been good to me. I really shouldn't be picking on you if I if you take that as me picking on you at all. Why not? Because you're a good, good guy. You had my back last week. I like. I appreciated it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a pretty good arrangement. <laughs> yeah. Thank What's the, the dark, arrangement? The dark drop last week worked perfectly. Well, I wasn't sure because Catherine had said you looked like Nathaniel Nathan. What's his name? Nathan Fillion. Yeah. But younger. I do get that all the time. Do you agree or disagree? It's not a bad thing. He's handsome. I, thank you. I said he's handsome. I know. I, know. I, was, taking it, I was taking it by, by proxy. Yes, my friend. Anonymous, you are on the air. <laughs> do you think he looks like Nathan Fillion? Maybe. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so this is the anonymous announcer. The Does anonymous he announce anything? Sometimes. Do we? When do we hang up? Oh, do you have anything to? Oh, announce? we usually don't hang up on the anonymous announcer. The anonymous announcer hangs up on us. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm. So so creeped out. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Don Sun every Saturday at 3 p.m. Radio Free. <laughs> Are you creeped out by the anonymous announcer? Well, because it was mysterious. It was. Yeah. So that used to be creepier, which means I used to get way more turned on by it. It was creepier? Oh, no. Because I didn't know I if I was safe or not. But now oh, I think uh, I'm safe. So like, I'm like, Hello. oh, okay. Hey, Catherine, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm here. Is that the only person who calls us? No, but it's Us it's one of our regular <laughs> one of our regular callers. I was scared that someone was going to call in and be like, 
Scooter Pie, what are you talking about? Stop talking. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine that that person doesn't exist, but what a if troll they, did, they would they be. If they did, we'd have your back so fast. It would be hilarious. <laughs> Unless they were doing it just because they heard what you said and are joking. Amazing. I don't know. Real maybe, quick, maybe. I'm going to do some quick read on airs. I want to let you know that RFB, that's right, Radio Free Brooklyn, is a 501c3 charitable organization. We are a small non-for-profit organization that exists primarily on your donations. And because we are a 501c3 organization, all donations are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. And they can be made at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. We also have an after school (laughs) program. That's right. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we will be launching an after-school program for local teenagers in 2019 to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to the program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash after-school. And remember, all donations, again, are tax-deductible. We've also got apps. Grab them. The apps are actually incredibly useful, and I will say the OS Radio Free Brooklyn app has been how I've been listening to all these wonderful shows. Really? Nice. No, actually, yeah. (laughs) And uh, we also have a newsletter, so check that out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I I told a story at at, at Satanic Bingo. I won't name names, but do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I do. Which one, which one, which one? You're going to know. Okay. It's the one that I just told you recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell it. I don't know if I've told it here. It's a good one for it on It goes air. with our theme. It, that's that's why I'm the thinking theme. I'm saying yeah. yeah. So um, so when I was about 13, I was in... <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> what? Nothing. No, what? Nothing. You literally had... A, I literally just heard the story earlier and it's hilarious and I was just having a flashback. Please tell what's me. What's hilarious? How sweet it is and how true young romance uh, Oh, wow. Am I thinking he, of a fundamentally different story? I think so. <laughs> yes. Imagine. Oh, no. You are about to cringe so hard, oh, no. Will. Yeah, you're oh, going to no. apologize. Oh, no. Buckle up, Will. Oh, no. You're going somewhere else. I thought this <laughs> was someone else. I thought this was Young Love. Yeah, you My thought this bad. was Disneyland, but we're going I to did. disaster land. Yeah. I did, actually. Yeah, Banksy's, Banksy's driving. <laughs> All right. Everybody heard what happened, the right? Girl yes. with the red balloon, yeah. Oh, fucking amazing. I love that it. Amazing. That I'm is sharing. something you would do. Here is 1.5 oh $1. million dollars like, and, oh, shit. Oh, I was God. like, <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> you realize Wait, that no, I'm Banksy, in love? Banksy, call in, whoever Seriously, you are. Banksy. Oh, my God, Banksy, please call. You, you, you collective She'll share food with you. You collective yeah, artists, please call us. We will put every single one of you on air. Okay, tell the story. Yeah. So um, I'm 13 and there's a show that I watch and I see in Mykonos, Greece, this person from I this love show. The way you say Mykonos. Thank you. Say it again. Mykonos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I just asked if you want me to speak Greek and you said yes. Mm-hmm. To you specifically, not just in general. Um, yeah. So uh, I see this person that I like from a TV show. And I'm like, oh my god, that's that guy. But he's like in a suit in Greece, which is weird. Oh, um, I didn't realize this happened in Greece. Yeah, yeah. I, I, none of these stories. None of the stories ring a bell. It doesn't okay. matter. You don't listen when women talk. I love you. What? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, uh, you're the representative for all men. We're gonna whip you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so whatever. I he's like eyeing me and my friend. My friend was like hot, probably like a beauty queen type, because she was from like. Uh, either Georgia or Texas, and I think she did actual pageant stuff. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she definitely was uh, like blonde, but I don't think it was natural. But like, you get it, pageant, mm-hmm. pageant hot. So, um, so I just assumed they were looking at her because I was like an undercut 
wearing like overalls and like a stripy thing that was like Wait, a crossways or down. Uh, this How way. Had her. I, like a I, promise you, I promise you it makes a difference. Okay. It does, but sure. And it was like kind of short and like whatever. It's like probably who knows how my hair was, but it was definitely short and red or fuchsia and purple, depending on when it was. <laughs> and it was like, uh, again, undercut, maybe in balls, mm. maybe just kind of short and out. Um, mm. So I was like, oh, clearly he's looking at the, the beauty queen. <laughs> so, um, oh. and she was 16 and I was 13. I think she oh, was. That's why. I think she. I don't remember how old she was. But anyway, you're like older, hotter girl. Whatever. She may not have been 16 because she said to pretend to be 16. Ah, uh, I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, but yeah, he like. He, there's this thing that guys do where they talk to somebody who then talks to you and brings you to the group. Yeah. So he did that and it worked, which normally doesn't fucking work, guys. <laughs> but you know, he was a celebrity, so, and I was a 13 year old child. So if you're no, I'm not going to teach people how to go after 13-year-olds because that could be applicable. Mm-hmm. And I did mean it sarcastically. Today on Dunson, yeah. Yeah. Um, a very special episode. Yeah. Oh, so, so whatever, we're hanging out. And then he says, like, straight up, I know you're not 16. He outed me. He knew I was 13. He was aware that I was 13. Um, I don't know. I'll show you pictures and maybe you'll know. Like, maybe it was the you, braces. Okay. It could have been the braces. Okay. Yeah, I so very. The fact that you were a thirteen-year-old girl in the interaction no, with an adult. <laughs> no, it was probably the braces and everything about my personality as a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. But like, it read very first period. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it but did. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I I think it was that. So whatever he says, it he knows it. And my mom, like, I then bring him to the piano bar that my mom is at. She then wants to take a picture of him, and I'm excited because. I don't want her to know that I'm excited because I'm 13 and nothing excites me. But I'm like excited that I'm going to have a picture because here it is like this person from a TV show that I like. And my mom is obsessively taking pictures of me all the time when I don't want her to. So this was one of those moments where I'm like, for once, yes, she's got it right. She doesn't take the picture. Classic picture didn't fucking happen. She doesn't take the picture because she didn't like his vibe. She thought he was creepy and didn't like that he was wearing a suit in Mekonos and that it was wool or no that he was wearing a suit in Mekonos like it's fucking island why are you wearing a suit you sleazeball so whatever she read off him she didn't take a picture of him but she still let me leave with him so I don't know what to make of that what yeah um which is where we actually hooked up he knew that I was 13 um but he still hooked up with me how old was he just grown up age over 21 you know that's really uh an interesting question. Uh, old enough for it to be inappropriate. Wait, wait. So, so like 20s. late twenties, early thirties. Like what? Like how bad? No, because then you could do math and find out how old I am. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So like, nice try, though. So like, so like do mid, you think mid that all like, we ever think about is trying to figure out your age? You really Sometimes do, Kath, we don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. In fact, the vast majority of the time, just me speaking for me, I don't care. But I used to care a lot, and I no longer care. I just was literally thinking about what his age was. Because to think of, I mean, obviously it's inappropriate regardless, but yeah. like there's an increased ick difference. factor yeah. of like 22 decade. versus 30, 40, whatever. I think every five years there's a, there's more ick, yeah. right? I think that's yes. the bracket every five years. Yeah. Um. So it was pretty icky. <laughs> I have never heard this story. I am so sorry. I That's because I never went this into detail. Yeah. Um, 
But you do know who it is. So he initiated it and you didn't have sex, but other things happened? Yeah. So he kind of said something about like my virginity. I definitely went down on him. You were a virgin. Very small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like eating a baby carrot. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like swishing a lighter around in your mouth. Just, mm-hmm. just only because that is what it's been in the news recently. Are we talking toadstool or are we literally talking baby carrot? No, just small. It wasn't okay. weird looking. It was just not... It was very small. And I was 13, so I hadn't seen a lot, and I knew it was small. So it's probably oh, really okay. small. Wow. Um, and, like, he definitely went down on me. He mentioned something about my virginity. Uh, at the time, I was, like, creeped out by the idea of people going down on me, but I think I let him do it anyway just because... Because uh, I definitely can picture that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, moments you, that you that... can picture. I was going to mention the color hair, but I won't. I was like, you just saw a blank... Brown hair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can say brown hair. It doesn't okay. matter. I don't. Yeah. We we can all, you know, we just don't have to. We can, I don't even care if we say the name, but I don't We're know. We're not. We don't have to. Yeah. Um, I'm just not. Y'all know. So if I get like, if I commit suicide, it's murder. <laughs> I did not commit suicide, guys. Um, But yeah. So uh, yeah, then whatever happens, it's done. I don't remember. And then I think I left immediately after. I'm not 100% sure like the timeline if there was sleeping or if I left. But then he offered me. His pants, like his jeans, Why? from from like an accident he had. What? But I don't oh, know if he was joking. Oh, like a pee accident? No, 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 no. A, a, a moped accident. Like, like a lot of like jeans. the one I saw the aftermath of today. What? I saw. I was sorry. I no, was walking through like Bushwick, and I just saw like police taped off area. And there was just like remnants of a motorcycle and a helmet. It just looked like like we were watching like a, a PSA. Fortunately, no like bodies were there or anything. And then there was like a car and then there was just like a giant pool of blood. But there was oh, just like Jesus. people standing around taking pictures. Yeah. Like, why are you taking pictures? No, because that's, that's where we live right now. Yeah. That's what like maybe they want to like let the neighborhood know or something. But this guy is one guy. I don't know if he was from the media, but he had like a long like telephoto lens. Yeah. But the blood was so bright red. Like you don't see like, you know, very fresh. You see if you like get a cut or you get your period, which is a different type of blood look or like you know i know you don't eat but if you eat like me but it's just like seeing like that amount i just like was like huh oh holy shit pond of fresh blood so anyway moped accident that that this person had yeah he wanted to give you accident pants yeah yeah like he offered it to these me. are my smell and my blood so you said <laughs> yes right i i was like what and then he's like, oh, oh never mind. You Did know, you not find it weird. a little creepy? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird as fuck, but I was weird as fuck. Um, oh. And part of me was like, why is he offering me ruined pants? Another part of me was like, fine. As a souvenir. You so know? you took them? No, I didn't. I wound up, that, that just didn't happen in the end. No. And then that was it. You said goodbye. And yeah, no, I saw him again, like on the island uh, with other people from the show that he was on and I met them and, and kind of like got to hang out with them. Oh, I didn't know that part. And it was Neither so embarrassing because I was wearing the same outfit and I didn't wear that outfit all the time. It just, it's this weird thing that happens when you wear something and then like somebody sees or meets you. Like even the other night I was wearing a Girl Scout t-shirt that I wore when I was like 16 with green hair and I loved that the Girl Scout green matched my green hair and my boyfriend from when I was like 16 and 15 called oh, me. Yeah. You know, like it's just this weird thing. So you Which haven't is, changed your shirt in <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And it's like, no, I literally just put this on. I just got it out of the drawer and was and like, was oh, I'm going to wear that this. really bothered you about this entire situation. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, at the time, I thought it was cool that I was doing this, that this was happening. But I, I, I know that he's 
probably not okay. Mm -hmm. Because on his show, uh, there was even a joke about, you know, and to that young girl, and it wasn't about me. This was this this happened before me. Oh my me. god! Okay, sorry. But sorry. there was a joke on the show about like you know, and to that young girl and wherever I thought you were sixteen or, or I thought you were eighteen or like whatever, like just the throwaway line in one but of their bits. He didn't think you were eighteen. He straight up said, "I know that you're not sixteen. But he didn't say, well, "I know you're 13. Yeah, no, I told him how old I was. Oh, and he was like, "Okay." No, he was into it. He's like, "I know you're thirteen, and then you're probably a virgin. You don't want to lose your virginity. He's like, like, Can like, I go down, go down on you? On that. You really gonna interrupt me?" <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you yeah, know, I know you're 13 and like all that. Like, I know you're probably a virgin. That's the that whole thing. And like, you know, uh, but you know, can I can I go down on you? That that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So he definitely knew my age. Wow. And then when I found him on social media years later and reached out to him, I'm like, hey, were you in Greece during this year? He's like, yeah. And he's like, who are you? You you don't recognize you. And I'm like, Remember oh, me. yeah, because I've gone through puberty, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I may have said something like that. And I wonder if it seemed off-putting because i just literally meant i went through puberty and he did not respond no yeah i think and this is a little bit before the me too thing so he wasn't i guess he was just scared preemptively i'm not sure (laughs) but uh where can we find you I don't even know if I want to give any of my okay. information. Yeah. You don't have to. Find me. I'm Scooter Pie. <laughs> you figure it out. Use the internet. Figure it out to find our uh, apps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I believe yeah. in you. If you want to sponsor this show, please do so that we can stay on the radio or we won't. Oh. Uh, yeah. So sponsor the show by going to Radio Free Brooklyn slash uh, Radio Free Brooklyn dot com slash, of course, Donson or DS. And uh, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, this week, you can find me at uh, Triple Crown on Thursday. Uh, I believe uh, the show is at 9 p.m. I have yet to confirm with Ling, so that may be tar- that may be tentative. And other than that, you can hear me on Lost and Rewound this Thursday at 3 p.m. And you can hear me on art star scene this evening question mark no no it's just uh just us but uh <laughs> is it 3 p.m on thursdays it is 3 p.m okay thursday. you can also check me out at 3 p.m on thursdays uh and next week we're going to be doing a two-part episode it oh, is yeah. a pre-record we'll be recording that tonight so if yes, you want to call in tonight between uh 8 p.m 8, thank you 8 p.m and 10 p.m the number is 718 Nine seven three two. You know that. Uh, if not, look it up on the interwebs. But call us between eight and ten. We'll be recording. You won't be able to hear what we're doing, uh, but, but you will be part, part of it. And we love to hear your voice and incorporate it. So thank you very much for listening to Dun Sun. And now we're just gonna vamp and listen to some music. Thank you. Vamp, 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 like, yes, give a fuck about people, but that's like yes, the all people. lives matter of what right. she's saying. What I'm saying is like, don't just like believe women and Ladies not and take action anyway. Please disregard anything I just said. Aww. Yeah, like believe women, but also fucking care. How about also do fucking something. care? I guess take I, the good action I guess I was trying to do the whole. Women. I guess I was trying to do the whole like, they they don't, how can we think of them as lesser? And so therefore treat them as, I don't know. I, was, okay. I, whatever I get, was I get what you're saying. Whatever no, no, no. Failed. You mean well. Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I meant, well, the very first time I said all lives matter and immediately realized why that isn't what you said. Right. Right on. Um, I definitely 
felt that way, but I felt that I was being inclusive by saying that, not realizing that there was something else going on and mm-hmm. that I needed to 